So I'm gonna <clears throat> get into the role of vitamin D in uh, reducing uh, respiratory tract infection, which is uh, common knowledge, or it used to be before 2019. Now it's a killer virus, but um, it's kind of sad how the corrupt medical establishment is uh, shutting down natural doctors and people that are proposing vitamin D supplementation, you know, like, oh, oh, you know, this is a quackery or whatever, and I'm like, oh, yeah, it could do, it could do so much more harm than the COVID vaccine, for instance, you know, but um, it's obvious, I mean, I mean, what are they going to do, block out the sun next, tell people they can't sunbathe, you know, it's not, it's not, uh, it's, you know, it goes against the established norm, you know, so, um, so sunlight is cool, but vitamin D supplementation isn't. I mean, I think we're in an upside down world. But anyway, uh, got an expert here who's going to break it down. It's uh, Professor Roger um, Sehult, MD. I hope I'm saying his name right. UC Riverside and Loma Linda University <coughs> Schools of Medicine, board certified in pulmonary critical care, internal med sleep he says you can be out in the sun but if you consume high fructose corn syrup it will inactivate the vitamin d so um the months where we have vitamin d deficiency is where we have spikes and increases of influenza so say patients with uh, kidney disease that's nephrotic syndrome they lose vitamin d3 so for more than a century, vitamin D deficiency has been suggested to increase the susceptibility to infection, uh, an increased risk of uh, RTIs, that's the term RTIs, respiratory tract infection. <clears throat> the vitamin D uh, is considered important in the treatment of tuberculosis. So RTI is a major contributor to mortality. Um, that's what's got everybody's you know, panties in a bunch uh, this year. And then the WHO exaggerated said 3.4% mortality rate. And then a top expert immunologist said, actually, try 0.23. So um, we've got the scaremongering numbers. But um, so they said rickets in children was a vitamin D deficiency. And recent studies have provided further evidence of vitamin D as an important regulator of the human immune function. It stimulates the innate immune response, which provides frontline protection against infectious agents. Now, I love that term, infectious agents. Just to give everybody a quick breakdown of virology here, you're not, it's not COVID-19, it's not, it's not covid is a virus that you produce in your body, aka microzyme, aka exosome, to dislodge the, um, as I said, infectious agents outside particles that are in the air and the pollutant that comes into your body and lodges into your lungs. And then you just make viruses to dissolve them, break them down to manageable levels and flush them out of the body. That's what the COVID virus is. You know, the helper, not the killer, the helper. So, um, increasing the expression of antimicrobial peptides 
in human monocytes and neutrophilis. Enhances, the, oh, I'm going to try and get my tongue around this, enhances the expression of the human cathelicidin antimicrobial peptide, HCAP-18, which is of specific importance in host defenses against respiratory tract pathogens. So now if people want to know what the optimal level of vitamin D is, I'm going to break it down. Um, they've got nanograms per milliliter. 100 nanograms is too high. Uh, 51 to 70 is optimal. 30 to 50 is insufficient. Below 30 is deficient. So that's where, that's where the rickets are going to come in in children. And um, it has to be higher when you're treating heart disease or cancer. So in international units, um, there, some say 4,000 IU or less, and then some say as high as 10,000. So there is no consensus on the optimal level of supplementation. But the supplementation of vitamin D does lead to a reduction in fractures. Um, so the aging decreases the capacity of the human skin to produce vitamin D3. And um, a comparison of uh, D3 in, this, in the skin of children 8 to 18 years of age compared to 77 to 82 revealed that aging decreases by greater than twofold the capacity of the skin to produce pre-vitamin D3. So the higher the vitamin D, the higher the survival from respiratory mortality. And uh, this was a study over a 15-year period following up 10,000 patients. So uh, a meta-analysis and systematic review of individual participant data showed that vitamin D prevented acute respiratory tract infections. And that was a study published February 2017. So I'm doing this in two parts. This is just breaking down the information here. In the second part, we're going to get some comments from the public. So Ray W. speaking truth to power. Good afternoon, good evening, good night.